The Rush Hour. Gus Warland, Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. Yes, we're the Rush Hour. We are back. Who would have thought? 2024, the Rush Hour back. Gus Warland, Jude Bolton, Wendell Saylor. Wendell Saylor, looking splendid. You had a good summer. How are you, brother? Yeah, great summer, mate. To be honest, we've had like six weeks off. I reckon six weeks is too long for us. <laughs> Might be too long for you. It's not for me. <laughs> no, but it was really good. It was. Uh, I stayed local, but... Uh, you stayed low-key as well. Yeah, like low-key. Off, off socials. Very... Yeah, I just wanted to have a break for, you know, but but it was good. I what about all your followers wanting to know what you're doing yeah. and seeing you with your shirt off? I mean, yeah. think about your followers, mate. Selfish. <laughs> what, what did you guys get up to? Well, mate, you stayed home as well, didn't you, mate? I was around most of the time. I had a bit of a uh, New Year's Day party and a few other things. Actually, oh, my, yeah, that's my, right. nephew, my nephew got hit by a car on the last day of school before Christmas. What? But ran over his foot, so thankfully he was okay. So, oh. yeah, just the broken foot and he can... God, that could have been a whole lot worse. Exactly. Well, what about the situation at Maroubra Beach um, over the weekend? I think it was yesterday. Mm. Could have been a whole lot worse as well. That was crazy. If people haven't caught up with a whole lot of people got caught up in some dodgy... The surf. rip. In the rips. Yeah, in the rip. Uh, yeah. Well, who would you who would you most want to be on the beach available to do some rescuing as the people that have just won the Iron Man and the Iron Woman and all the people that competed against them? They happen to be just having their award ceremony. Yeah, switching the, to gear straight back in. Straight in and they fixed it and no one everyone was fine. And so we're going to speak to one of the absolute heroes who actually won the Iron Woman title. We'll Lara talk Rogers, to her fantastic. a little bit later in the show. But boys, it got me thinking of when mm. I was actually rescued once in the surf. Hang on, you yeah. got rescued. You know how you were told. Were you swimming it... between the flags? Oh, in and around. No, in no, and you around. weren't. But so I, was that's doing, a no. I was doing some body surfing, oh. and I was told. You know, you're told by your mum and dad not to go in the surf after you've had something to eat. Sure. Well, I'd, I had something to eat and thought I'd just Cramped. jump in. Yeah, and it wasn't going well. Got dumped by a couple of waves. Lost my breath and got started to get pushed out to sea a bit. Before I know it, there was a rubber dinghy. Yeah, with a you know ducky dingy thing bouncing across the <laughs> waves to get me, and they then said, "Oh, mate, you're right." And I go, "I'm not actually." And they say, "Jump in the rubber dinghy." Well, it's I head co- down for a shame. I couldn't get into the rubber dinghy. Yeah. That's that's the other thing because it's bobbling up and down. I'm starting to get a bit seasick, even though I'm not on the boat yet. And eventually, the boat pulls me in, and then he got driven oh. into the beach. And you go, <laughs> "Thanks very much." I've but, had a few walk of shames, but, but that's probably the but worst. But you grew up in and around that. You know I the know, rules, mate. I know the rule. It just got, not, it just he's got not big. street smart. He's yep. not beach smart, this yep. bloke. Yep. Go over that. It got big on me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, coming up next, I know that Mr. Bolton, you had a Christmas party on the 23rd of December. Mr. Sailor got invited. We saw the video on socials. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear how the big fellow went at the Boltons. It's great to be back and hope everyone had a wonderful new year. The Rush Hour with Gus, Juno, Wendell. We're back with a Christmas lunch at the Boltons next. Mr. Bolton, 23rd of December, your house, your missus, the hostess with the mostest, <laughs> had a Chrissy, pre-Chrissy uh, day, and you invited the big fella. How'd it go? Yeah, I love the, the build-up to Christmas. It was uh, it was pretty special. We get about, um, we had 38 there on the day. It was, big. It was pretty big. Like, mm. it, it, you fall in a heap after the after the day, but it's a big build-up, getting the house ready, and Lynette does a great job getting the big long table, and everyone so brings everyone's something So everyone's sitting along. down for that meal. Yeah, we mm. get the kids set up at the back. It was a lovely sunny day, and... Dell's come to me and he was. He goes, look, I invited him along. I would have invited you, but I knew you were away. So, um, but Dell goes, oh, look, I'll come late and I'll leave early. You know, I just that, yeah, anyway, a couple of hours, a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> so he's there pretty much right on spot, like he's one oh eight, bullet a gate, bullet a gate. 
and he comes down the side gate and I introduce him to all the family. Was he wearing um, budgie smugglers? Or no, did he have... no, but there was one guy, um, one, some characters there. Like we've got this guy, his nickname's Al the Dude and he's he's, in, he's as What's tall as Del, Al the Dude and he's got big, big uh, bushy sort of hair but he's got pink budgie smugglers pink budgies on, he's got on. tattoos, yeah. he's, oh. he's into the craft breweries here in Sydney and he's got his stuff going and, yeah. and Del's looking him up and down going, what, what have I walked I, into I here? Who's this bloke? Yeah. <laughs> and you've got all the grandparents and the, you need a bit of a whiteboard to work out yeah. who's, you know, who the partners are and things like that. Yeah, Dell's yeah. come in and, you know, he sat down next to my father-in-law, Pete, who's a mad Tigers, West Tigers man. So he's Poor just, bloke. he's cheering his ear off going, what's going on there? Like, yeah. would, would you sort these guys out today? And Dell's going, he was originally pretty humble and then he starts going, look, they wouldn't be able to stop me really. Like, you know, <laughs> he, he was, it took about five minutes before he yeah, just yeah. – and then Wendell Saylor took over our Christmas because we do this pirate Santa. So we, we get – everyone brings a bit of a present in the middle. You open it up and then the next person can steal that off you. Yeah. So everyone was stealing Dell's present and he's, oh. he's walking in and then he gets this one present and he opens it up and it's like the Lion King moment. Ah! And he's just standing in front of the Christmas tree and all the family are just, oh, he's going, who is this guy, Wendell Saylor? He hasn't been here in the last couple of Christmases, but he is now a permanent fixture of our family, this man. We love how, him. How was it, big fella? Yeah, it was great. Good family stuff and that. But, but I've got to say, like, um, um, there was the, the rules around that. It was great. You know, beautiful family. But I wanted these knives and, you know, you're allowed to – and then they didn't explain the rules the properly. the steak knives or something. And, and was it, was it your – was it – she, she wouldn't let him go. She kept holding him. So she I can't. Just... Let, she can't just hold on to them. No, yeah, one, yeah. one person took uh, their present to the car. Yes, well, that's, and that's not, we that's went, not no, part of the go rules. Get him, go no. get them. So no, that is open until everyone's had a crack of stealing or taking something. I know, but but the best part about it, I, I got to meet the chickens as well. So oh, you remember the the, I thought all the chickens died. No. Didn't they get attacked that, by a fox? That was the first lot. Don't, we don't talk oh, about Oh, you've that. gone back after yeah, the yeah, murder. Yeah, yeah, This is the new, the new lot. And the funny story is Lynette was there. She goes, oh, yeah. She goes, I heard about you guys talking about the chickens on the thing. She goes, I said, it wasn't me. It was Gus. Oh, you so threw you under, under, under the bus. Yeah. But I will say later on, everyone brings something oh, along. Yeah. The tiramisu came out. Oh. And this man had about 15 serves of tiramisu. Say, I had two. I've got oh. to say, tiramisu is all, all everyone talks about. The most overrated dessert of oh, all time. No, it's oh. great. Honestly, no, coffee it in, was, have it was, coffee and have cake. Don't combine the two together. No, it was funny. They did a really good job. Anyway, so the, uh, the, the bloke who made the tiramisu, he goes, oh, this is one of his best. Uh, Lynette's brother is Lord Tony. He's a, so, he's a jet. So I get the tiramisu and I had a good serving. I thought, that's good. And then later on, you know, everyone's drinking that. And yeah. I just... I went back for seconds, and next minute I hear you go, going for seconds, big man. <laughs> oh, mate. Let the bloke relax. I know, mate. I'm surprised good. you could see anything at that time of the day. <laughs> yeah. Good on mate. you, mate. Sounds yeah. like an absolute crap. Great, mate. What did the kid do at work? This happened to a poor lady at the ABC. She went back to work, and, of course, kids at the moment are at work with their kids. You see lots yeah. of courier yeah, of guys course. and truck drivers with their kids in the front, which is fantastic. Well, this lady was trying her best to record a radio show, and let's have a listen. Cattle numbers are down, wetlands protected, and some grazing areas return to native bush to increase wildlife. <laughs> okay, we can't, we can't. That's a bit crunchy. <laughs> Kids eating uh, at lunch. Yeah, maybe the they are a bit quiet. Where was I? It's one of the few partnerships of its kind, and the ambition is to create a model for other pastoral operations to apply. Okay, that was a crunch. 
We go to Yel Sultana, or maybe the Nana's there. That was reporter and mum Christy O'Brien trying to record her voiceover. So Christy Legend, classic. And she right next to her. We'll put the photo up on socials. Her little toddler was sitting there trying to eat her little lunch. So that got us thinking about. You know, in theory, it works out all right. You want to have your kid around yeah. to show you what you do each day, but sometimes it doesn't always work out. I had my kids at the footy one day. I had to host uh, at the SCG for a Swans game up in one of the uh, big corporate uh, functions at half time and sort of introduce a few people, uh, give a bit of a summary of the game, mm. make sure everyone feels welcome and that sort of stuff. So I've got the microphone. My kids were there that day. I'd take them to the footy and... Uh, they were just ravenous. They were eating all the food on the table. One was one was grabbing some of the. What age were we talking here? Uh, they would have been like uh, eight and six. Okay. So I'm sort of going, can you just be a little bit quiet? Yeah, Daddy's, don't, Daddy's don't, working. Don't eat that. Don't eat like just <laughs> anyway. And sure enough, they're just ripping into the food. Of Even the ornaments at the end of the the big banquet food that they yeah, had. Yeah. They're eating these, and then they're they're butting in on me and coming up and grabbing my leg. And oh. going, Come on, kids, just give us. Five minutes. I yeah. need five. Just like, give us something. They're the stories we're after. One triple three five three. What did the kids do at work? Jason's given us a call. Jason, happy new year. Thanks for joining us on the show, mate. How are you? Good. Same to you guys. Good on you, brother. Mate. Too. What happened? Mate, uh, I took my son Ryan to work uh, on the weekends and uh, comes in on the Saturday morning with me, as he always does. Hmm. Um, he's eight at the time. I've just gone in and done some paperwork. Um, my client was out the back. Um, well, made some specialised um, fencing panels up. Mm-hmm. They're on the forklift, ready to go. Um, I've walked out, and there, there he is. He's loaded them on the actual roof racks without scratching. Oh, He's jumped off the fork, and times are up, but he didn't put the handbrake on. And the, the forklift ran straight into the door of the car. Oh, <laughs> so he's done everything, and then just years old yeah. doing this. It's yeah. unbelievable. But uh, yeah. It's, um, I was proud of him until that point. <laughs> of course. Was it, was, it, yeah, was it your car? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I think it was Jason's yeah, car, yeah. yeah. Let's go to Chris in Blacktown. G'day, Chris. How are you, Chris? How you going? Good, Good not today, mate. What did the kid do at work? Uh, it wasn't the kid. I was the kid, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> okay. <What happened? laughs> um, I was at my, my old man's workshop, mm. and I was just, you know, running around the workshop and everything. Uh, he had a brand-new windscreen for one of the old Ford panel vans. Yeah. And I was running around. I had a bit of cardboard on it. So I thought, oh, yeah, it's a bit of cardboard. I'll just jump on this. Yeah. Boom, both feet straight through the middle of it. Oh, I lifted feet. up the cardboard and oh, I was devastated and the old man wasn't too happy either. He's probably listening right now as well. To what, be honest. What's your dad's name, Chris? Uh, Peter. 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 Cost, cost Peter a fair bit that yeah, day. Yeah, should have worn a condom that night. Oh, hey, hey. Oh, Peter. Yeah. Hey. Oh, here we go. John, John, how you going, mate? G'day, mate. My son's going to kill me for telling you this. But, uh, he was working for Steggles Chicken. Yeah. And he was told to leave the main gate closed when they were um, de-heading all the chooks. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, because the nerving system the chook, they're still alive for about a minute after that. They've run out onto the main road and were getting hit by cars. Oh, <laughs> headless no. chooks are running out on the road. Oh. Oh. Sorry, mate. He's going to call you. Road, grass hill. Oh, sorry, mate. I was going to call you from RSPCA, mate. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, all the calls we couldn't get to as well. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving oh. us a buzz. Time for one of these. Yeah, let's start with the Australian Open. Aussie tennis player Storm Hunter claims her first Australian Open singles victory. Fantastic. 
the Wimbledon champ on the ladies' side crashed out at the first hurdle. Uh, last night, Joker got it done in got four. It, done, but it yeah. was a tough, tough stuff for him, but good Is to have it, him back yeah. in the country. And who's going to beat him, you reckon, for the oh, whole thing? Alcaraz. He's thereabouts. I reckon he'll be a little bit nervous this year, Djokovic. Okey okay yeah. dokes, but yeah. he just looks, you know, when it comes to it, yeah. he, looks, he looks the man. What about the big bash? The semis are set. Yes. The heat, the scorches, the sixes and the strikers. And your mate oh. Lenny, who lit it up for so many years, still got all the records for mm. sixes and so forth, doing a great job for the Adelaide strikers. Yeah, he's going good there. He's, he's uh, the second leading run scorer. Mm. But, I, but I like the, uh, the balance of the Brisbane heat, mate, the Brisbane heat are going. And even though they're not watching the sixes, the sixes just know how to get it. And that's what I've been doing most of the all up my off season. I've been watching Big Bash, Big Bashathon, and it's you know what? It's been great, great to have Steve Smith back and, and Davey Warner and that. It's yeah. good to see the big Davey dogs back. flying in on the chopper. Look out! Yeah, but you know he flew in on the chopper. Not enough people were there for that moment. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon if you come been... in an hour before stumps and there was twenty thousand in the house and the players were all no, practicing, it was the groundskeeper. That's but good on him. He went to his I brother's think, wedding yeah. and he got there right. But if that was me, I would have said at my brother's wedding. Would you? Yep. Yeah. Davey loves his cricket, though. <laughs> he loves does. the thunder. He does. What about the NFL playoffs? A lot of those matches yesterday and today. The Lions just beat the Rams in the last half an hour or so. Texas flogged the Browns. The Packers flogged my Dallas. Unbelievably sad. Mm, I watched the poor. first 15 minutes Jack and I switched Prescott. it off. Yeah, uh, the Chiefs got it done against the Dolphins in minus 27 with the wind chill. The Bills, they're still shoveling uh, snow, snow out of the stadium. That mm. match was meant to be on yesterday. They are trying to get enough people to the stadium to be able to get rid of the snow so they can get that match done. Yeah. That's up against the Steelers. Then the Eagles, who were everyone's favourite now, struggling Tampa. against uh, against uh, the Bucks. Exactly right. That match will be happening tomorrow morning in the EPL. And Tottenham held on for a Manchester United 2-2 at Old Trafford. Man. Liverpool still leading the way there at the top. And Man City looked good with uh, Kevin De Bruyne back. He came uh, back to 10 minutes and, and basically minutes in. Yeah, scored, scored a goal. and Set up the winner. Yeah, unbelievable. And in the A-League, the Western Sydney Wanderers and the Sydney FC just chugging along. No one's really out in front there. So be interesting. Are we going to get someone to talk A-League in the show Absolutely. next week? Got some very, very special guests in studio. Next guests are going to feel right at home here at Triple M. They're already experts at talking into microphones to large audiences and the chairs in our studios are far too heavy and noisy for us to sneak up behind them and whack them over the back. Anyway, one of them is an Aussie wrestler who's in a tag team with a fella called Austin Theory. The other is an American who's been a fan of wrestling since the age of three. He's now four years old, 1.85 metres high and 104 kilograms. No, I'm just kidding. He's been wrestling professionally for 20 years and both of them are in Australia. Please watch. Welcome from the WWE, Grayson Waller and LA Knight. Yeah, got the boys in the house. How are you, gentlemen? You guys haven't even talked yet. You've already said too much. <laughs> <laughs> I like that introduction, you know? Yeah, Talk about you? It's a bit much, yeah, sure. Uh, but by the way, those chairs are not too heavy. We can make that happen for sure. I reckon you, yeah. I reckon you could. Hey, yeah. great to have you in Australia. It's the first time the WWE have been in Australia for a long time. Big event over there in Perth coming up. And is this your first time, LA Night to Aussie? Or it is we... not. This is my second time. We can <laughs> ah. pretend. We can pretend it's my first time. You were but, in the uh, best place in Australia, Dural, last time, right? Dural. Oh, what are you doing in Dural? Country club, mate. Oh, uh, yeah, oh. I had some business up there. Uh, <laughs> An know, old girlfriend, right? What was her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know. It was a, it was a date. She flew me out here. She was very desperate. And, uh, really? Hey, that's my mom. No, no, no. <laughs> Grayson, you're an Australian. I mean, uh... your mom's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> well, she is actually. What was it like joining the WWE family? It, it, it's crazy because as an Australian, like as an athlete, it, it's very hard to kind of get into that US market. And as a wrestler in Australia, it's very hard. You know, I've, I've wrestled at Blacktown Markets in front of 15 people. You know, I, I've wrestled all over the country in very small places. But to, to get there over to America is huge. And that's kind of where you have to make your name. And now I'm coming home. We're getting that show in Perth in, in February. It's going to be wild. So you brought the, uh, the leopard skin. Well, someone had to shirt, dress up nicely. You oh, guys are just like, you just <laughs> rocked out of bed and it's like, whatever. You know, someone has to dress nicely. <laughs> How have they received you, though? There's, there's talk that you've seen a little bit of as arrogant or whatever. Have they liked you or not? I, I would just say that's the Aussie spirit. You know, and, and I think as Australians too, we like to have fun. You know, I always say Australians will say something mean to your face and then something nice behind your back, and the yeah. Americans don't really understand that. So I have a lot of fun <laughs> getting the banter on them, and, and, and I'm, I'm not liked, and that's okay. You know, a couple this kids guy... at the harbour threw their meat pies out. Right? <laughs> well, well, it's funny you say that because uh, you, um, your, your team's the Roosters. They are the Roosters, And everyone yeah. thinks the Penrith Panthers are arrogant, and uh, you guys are going to uh, get along and meet those guys and do some stuff, aren't you? I, I, I feel it's like almost sacrilegious tomorrow yeah. that I have to hand over. We've got a custom WWE championship belt with the Panthers on the side plates, you know, to that celebrate thing, three in a row. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to give that to them to, tomorrow. But I'm, I've already told them I haven't signed a contract. I'm not wearing a Panthers jersey. I'm wearing a Roosters jersey tomorrow, and we'll see if they have anything to say to my face. Because they're big online, right, the Panthers. They say a lot. It. They tweet a lot. Yeah. Let's see if they say it to my face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about the training regime for both of you? What, what, what sort of goes into preparing the body to go into the ring? <laughs> Look, uh, there's nothing you can really prepare for when it comes to this. You kind of just, uh, you got to grin and bear it at some point because uh, you build a bit of a callus, I guess, over the years. Uh, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, it's like being in a mini car wreck every time you're in there. And, and I mean that in the realest damn way. Uh, I mean, you're getting busted up, beat it up, and beaten up in there. You can't really prepare yourself in any other way other than just kind of, making sure you can stay in the best possible shape you can, kind of taking care of your body, stretching it, making sure you're staying in the gym, all that kind of stuff. And uh, aside from that, make sure you got a damn thick skin and a great pain tolerance. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you guys walked in today. Mm. You're, both, you're both good looking blokes. you both got good bodies. you both look oh, fit as oh, fiddle. Oh, there we well, go. You know. If we had an x ray, if we had there, a. Gussie, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, you know, that's a, fair a, enough. A man who's, who's in touch with his sexuality yeah. can say these things to there we men. Go. Thing is, just don't get in touch with my yeah. sexuality. <laughs> He's never said that if, to us. If, if your X-ray yeah. would show a different thing, what no, it would there's broken... anything wrong with that? I just want to put that out. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Broken bones and stuff. Like, yeah. what's it, what's happening internally for you guys? You, got, you do have to look after. It, it is rough. And like last year, uh, I actually broke my leg going through through a table. Um, Broke my fibula, but it's the kind of thing where we're always hurt at some stage, you know. Me, me and this guy, we're being nice right now. We don't get along. We hate each other. We've had we've had quite an extensive feud. We've hit each other with chairs, tables, kendo sticks, whatever it is. Well, they said they'll find us if we fight here. So. Yeah, so we, we're on our Ooh. best behaviour, but you can't train your body for that, you know, waking up in the morning, trying to fly after that. You know, you've got a red-eye flight and you've got cuts and bruises all over your face and your back and people are looking at you a bit strange. You, you, you can't get ready for that. Hello, do, do you have a lot of friends? I know, you know, you're quite brash and you, you like yourself a bit. There's nothing wrong with that, but, like, have you always been like that? He doesn't have any friends. He's going to try and give you some story right now, but I'm telling you, he ain't got any friends. I, I ain't giving you any story. I, I, I'm, I'm an island unto myself a lot of times. I, I, I stay by myself a lot. I drive by myself. I, I room by myself. I do all those things pretty much by myself for the most part. Man, I, I came up in kind of the old school kind of mentality of like not trusting anybody. I'm still at the, the point, and, and again, I'm at the point where I'm always kind of looking over my shoulder. I made this crazy climb in the last year, but at the same time, I'm still, you know, whether it's, um, you know, suit figures or people in the ring looking to take it away from me, I'm always kind of mm. over the shoulder, you know what I mean? you got to win the battle in the ring, but also you got to win the crowd. What's what's the, the technique and uh, 
winning over all those fan bases. There isn't one. You just you, you go out there, you do your thing, you do it damn good, and if you're doing it well enough, then the people get behind you. But at the same time, for, for me, it was something where I never asked for it. I never went out there. And I was like, come on, like me. I just went out and did my thing. I did it my way, and apparently somebody appreciated it. And then a lot of some other people appreciated it, and then some more people appreciated it. And at some point, all of a sudden, you had the year of L.A. Night in 2023. Love yep, ticketmaster.com.au and stream Royal Rumble 2024 live on Binge from January 28th. It's going to be absolute cracker. Thank you so much, gentlemen. It's going to be a cracker, com- mate. <laughs> <Coming in. laughs> we're, we're Australian, not English. Uh, we'll, we'll work on the accent, bro. We'll same, work right? on the accent. See awesome, you later, guys. guys. Winter Sports World Sydney. Penrith is scoring a $400 million indoor ski resort. If you're a Sydney sider who loves a good weekend away on the snow, go to Penrith. That is the place to go. It's going to bring a 170-room hotel, uh, generating 1,350 new jobs, injecting $220 million bucks into the local community. So basically an indoor set of ski runs. 300 metres long, the ski run. Um, Fantastic. It'd be I've pretty cool this, as, long as, they keep it, in... as long as they keep it affordable, you know? Like, you don't yeah, they charge point. for, a, like, a wounded bull. Wounded you know? bull, yeah. Well, at the moment, they've got them in Dubai. Mm. Yeah. They've got them in places like that. So, Penrith are going to score Penrith it. Ski. There's Penrith a lot happening ski. at Penrith, isn't there? There's plenty going on. It's going to take over a horse paddock located <laughs> mm. uh, within Penrith River Link Tourism sort of area. I've done that walk with the Penrith uh, walkers. Mm. Along um, with the pee in there. Oh, beautiful. mate, it's absolutely beautiful. Is it really that nice? It really is, mate. It's abs- what have you got that look on your face? Oh, I, couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine the Nepean River is that nice. It's absolutely okay, beautiful, okay. I'm telling you. And uh, this is going to be great. So I love the fact mm. Penrith on the front foot. They're always mm. looking. They had the beach the for this summer. Yeah. Now yeah. they're going to have the snow as well. So fantastic. Well done to everyone involved. And we'll obviously keep you in the loop as that gets made. Let's talk some footy. And we're going to do that right now with Dell. Plenty of topics to talk about, but we thought we'd get down the top three of what happened over the summer. We'll be obviously talking to Brent Reid over the next couple of days as well. Well, the biggest news over the over the break was Jerome Luai, Dell. And what did you make of the whole thing? Look, I think it was done quite well by Jerome Luai and his management. Um, you know, it's done and done, dusted now. They can get into the season, obviously, had a little bit of time off. I mean, he didn't have that much time off, but he wanted to get it done and obviously announced his, um, you know, uh, had his own press conference away from um, the Panthers. And, uh, you know, I just think it was well done by his management. But also, I'm glad he made a decision now and didn't drag out because, you know, it's mm. you don't need that all the time. You know, it's disruptive for the Panthers. But also, it's a decision that he made at a time when he's just going, okay, um, this is, I want to take the next step. Because everyone, Nathan Cleary is the man, but, you know, he, he wants to step up and be the man. He set it's, himself up, though. He set himself oh, up fi- and family yeah, up. Financially, and he's sweet, right? Yeah. But is it a good footballing decision? He's got another year at the Panthers. Like, I mean, who's going to back against them yeah, yeah. to win four in a row, which could happen? Then he's going to go to the West Tigers. The West Tigers ain't the Panthers. He's going to be the man, absolutely, but he's not going to have the cattle around him like he has yeah. the Panthers. So is it a good footballing decision? No doubt it's a good family-slash-life decision. Well, the easy thing could be for him to, you know, he wouldn't get that much money, but to stay there and cruise for the next, you know, three, four years, you know, it would have been good money at the Panthers, but he wants to challenge himself. And I know people can say, oh, Well, he's challenge. certainly going to get a challenge. Well, he is, mm-hmm. but he's got Apicoros out there. They just uh, signed Olam. So Benji's doing some things there. If, if I'm a Tigers fan... I'm happy there's some things starting to happen there. So, um, you know, Panthers will bring another couple, uh, you know, off the, you know, off the, you know. <laughs> production the, line. Yeah, production line. Yeah. But it's a good decision by Jerome Luai. And if he wants to be the man, and at some stage, you, you know, you're mature enough to think, because, you know, when Ivan Cleary um, threw out there that, you know, he didn't know if, you know, he could 
Mm. So that that probably he didn't realise, mm. but that probably someone like John Muller goes, okay, I, I, I'll not, show you. I can not, be the man. Yeah, mate. not that I'm going to show you, but I think part of that makes you think, okay, uh, I reckon I can do this. You know what? It's great decision yeah. for Good the theater. neutral. Yeah, for the neutral. Now look at the Tigers and go. They're going to be competitive. Yeah. Blue eyes going to be there. Wonder how he's going to go. Yep. Where if you'd start at the Panthers, they're just rocking and rolling. You know, one one season to another. Mm. Now Ronald Bulkman is without a contract, mate. After the Warriors said, uh, well, they were happy to release him for uh, uh, the Dragons to inspect, and then they ran a medical and uh, found a season-ending shoulder surgery required for Ronald Bachman. Yeah, look, it's disappointing for the Dragons, but, like, you know, he, he had a contract with the Warriors, so even his management here, I, I'm not sure who's at fault here, but even the Dragons, you know, you have to get that medical before you sign players, I think. Of course. You know, and then and look, I think what happened was in 2022... It was a pre-existing pre injury, yeah, wasn't it? and the screws, obviously, you know, they've, they've come a bit loose and that, but, you know, I'm not he's sure... He's been badly, badly yes. managed here. So now he's... Without a contract um, for this year, and it's going to take, I think, four to six months to heal. So, um, yeah, like you should be doing that, getting paid by the Warriors. Yeah, hundred percent here without that's, a contract. That's what I said. I, I don't know his management. I don't know the ins and outs of it. But like, you know, he's been done dirty here, and I, I feel for the Dragons too, because the Dragons fans are quite because he's a talented young man. The Dragons fans are pretty happy to have him there. But they've uh, lost a couple already, yeah. haven't they? The Dragons. Now the other big news over the break was NRL going to Vegas. Of course, our very own Aaron Woods was the face of the NRL. Well, well, that's a strange one, isn't Spencer it? Spencer Lenu and others. Well, well, exactly. why, why is that? I'm surprised that they didn't get some bigger names to represent <laughs> the NRL. I mean, Woodsy, world's best bloke, no doubt in the world, standing there on the field wearing his Chicago Bulls hat. He's representing Manly yeah. slash the NRL, the biggest <laughs> opportunity. Send him over there. No but, doubt it would have cost him a fortune. He'll be He's listening wearing a, at the moment. He'll be listening. I know, Woodsy. No. Woodsy, you've got to be better. No, but, but you've got to be better, mate. We're uh, one of the sponsors that has taken you here, not the Bulls. To be fair, <laughs> but but he speaks well. He's he's one of the, I reckon he's one of the better speakers. Promotes our game really well. So I can understand why they would send someone like Woodsy over, mate. Your new Roosters signing, Spencer Lenu. Exactly. Like, All I'm saying yeah. is we could have. I thought we could have done better. Get some as headline a game. acts over it. It's okay. Yeah. Quick one. Kevy yeah. Walters has said no curfews for the for the Broncos. Would that have happened back in your day? Oh, oh yeah, but Wayne, <laughs> mate, Wayne, mate, Wayne would have dangled a carrot. No, Wayne would have dangled. He said, boys, we win this game, do the job, and there's no curfews. And I'll tell you who would have led the charge. Everyone thinks I would have led the charge. Alan Langer would have led the charge, <laughs> followed by Gordon Tallis and then me. And then maybe Kevin Wilder's the man himself. <laughs> exactly. He's nothing on his That's own right, mate. You've got to reward the boys, mate. mate. you're going to be flogged by the chooks, so don't worry about That'll that. That'll be all right. Welcome back to the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. I don't know if you heard about this, boys. An unbelievable story out of Maroubra Beach happened over the weekend. Basically, the Iron, iron Women were there. They just literally finished and they're all on the beach, they look out and they see that there's multiple people that need rescuing. The Ripid. Like, the Ripid basically yeah. are taking oh, yes. these people out, like the best possible people yeah. available to rescue. <laughs> yes. And uh, so we thought we'd get one of the heroes, uh, Lana Rogers on the line. She is the Iron Woman this year. How Crown. are you, Lana? Yeah, I'm good. Hey, what an unbelievable weekend for you. You you, you win it all and then you do a bit of life-saving as well. <laughs> hey, it's a sport we do voluntary, <laughs> so um, we're, we're there for it and so lucky we were there. So um, it happened all very quickly, um, but we're really, really um, glad we could to um, help in any way we could. Lana, how was the fatigue after competing and then suddenly having to dive back in in, a, in such a, a troublesome sort of moment like that? As soon as one of our coaches yelled, rescue, 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 I think the adrenaline just yeah. got 
threw off again and we just um, did what we could. Lana, it's one of those things where you, 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 when we sit at home and we're watching it, and uh, this this summer it's been quite bad too. We've lost a lot of lives and obviously mm-hmm. you didn't lose any lives. But, like, what do you put that down to? Because the messages from the Lifesavers and, and what we all do, you know, we get it out there, but we, we still seem to have this, you know, sort of uh, issue. Yeah, look, I think it's important, especially in this summer season, that – Yes, great, we're swimming um, between the red and yellow flags, but it's so important to know and be aware that surf conditions can change at any point in time. And I think the people and the public going out there need to be confident within themselves to get back to shore. And I think that message isn't clear enough sometimes. So just check with yourselves, be confident, and make sure you're always swimming between those red and yellow flags. You're an absolute hero. You're a legend. Congratulations on being crowned Iron Mm. Woman, and thank you so much for all the work and stuff you've been doing. Thank you, guys. Beautiful. Isn't that, isn't that incredible, though? Like, the yeah. right place at the right time yeah. to have the best swimmers in the ocean. It happened over in the US. Someone uh, had a heart attack on a plane flight. I think they were going down to Miami. They put over the PA, is there a, a doctor on the flight? And there was a cardiologist conference going to Miami. <laughs> so oh, that's about 25 people sort of just put their hand up. Yeah, we can help out. Absolutely, yeah. Gold. Give us a call right now, one triple three five three. Were you rescued or were you the rescuer? Yeah. Were you someone who was a hero or got actually fixed? Up by here. Give us a call on one triple three five three. When were you rescued, or did you do the rescuing? And I want to tell a story before we go to our calls. Got Michelle and Dave waiting at the moment. A few coming through um, at Sydney Airport in the customs line. Vix and I were probably in the line for about twenty minutes. So you get to chat to a few people yeah. around you, especially people from different countries. You work out is it your first time here? A bit of small talk or whatever. Got to tell you, this really lovely English couple. They must have been in their late sixties, and the bloke basically worked every single day of his life at the bank. One of those fifty-year type blokes. Yeah. And he said, "My life's." mission was to get to Australia and have a month's holiday and see all the places that I've seen on the TV. Anyway, we get, with shimmying through the line, we eventually get to the front. Him and his wife are just about to get asked up by the immigration people. And as I've got three kids and a wife, hands on heart, he collapsed. Oh, no. And we're just looking and I'm like, what's going on? And the immigration bloke goes, is there a doctor or a nurse in the queue? Must have been 15 people put their hands up, all different nationalities, all different skill levels, and they all rushed to the front and they all helped and worked on this guy. And Did he survive? Well, the best he way did. to no, no, no. Go, Gus, the huh? best way to describe it is yeah. it's not a happy ending. <laughs> However, oh. it goes to show <laughs> that sometimes... Chatting to Warland. Oh. What's that? Chatting to Warland. Oh. That, yeah, I can, so, bo- I can so, literally bore you to So, so he's brown, to so they're brown bread. Oh. Brown bread. Let's yeah. go to our list. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to actually say sorry, that, Jude. Sorry, sorry. I was just going to leave it to people to yeah. think that he was rescued. Come on, mate. Shame on you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Shame on you. Let's go to Michelle. Hi, Shell. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good Welcome Michelle. to the show. Happy New Year. What happened? Were you rescued or were you rescuee? I was rescued, darling. Oh. I, um, apparently, as a three-year-old, I had a penchant for jumping into rivers. Right. So <laughs> it, was, um, it was my dad that would come to the rescue all the time, every time. And I did it about three times or four times. They just couldn't keep me away from the water. Just diving in. <laughs> and you just wow. died, you thought it was a game in the end. Dad will come and get you. Yeah, that was oh. it. That was it. Good and I on think, you. I think the last time I was rescued, I think I might have got a tap on the rear end to uh, yep. not do it again. Little, little reminder. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Michelle. Appreciate it. Let's go to Dave. How are you, Dave? Good, mate. How you going, boys? Good, yeah. Dave. Well, mate. Were you rescued or did you do the rescuing? No, I rescued someone, uh, me and the, 
We had the year we used to go to a touch football end of year Christmas party, and this time I was at the Penrith Water Ski Park. Oh, yeah. And we are all having a good time, having a few beers, and me and a couple of mates said, oh, let's just wander over the hill here and get away from the crowd. Mm. And we're over there at the, the uh, water ski where they do the barefoot, the real fast one. Yeah. And we were, the, we were the only ones around, and we're sitting there having a few quiet ones and watching this guy go around, young bloke, and he, and he come ass up. And um, anyway, he hurt himself, and he's out in the middle of the river there, and he's yelling out and putting his hand up, and we're wondering who's going to jump in and save him. Mm. And in the end, I, I swam out and saved him. And uh, when I got out there, he tried to drown me because he was panicking that bad. Yeah, that's so what I they just, say um, happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I just spun him on his back, and um, I've never done it before, but just what you see on TV, and stuck my arm up underneath his arm and round his chest and held his chin up. And done the old one arm swim back in, and um, yeah, he hurt his back real bad. By the time I got back in, uh, the whole crowd was there, and everyone and a few um, ambulance guys. And yeah, we had to put a boogie board under his back and everything, and to lift him out to get him out without hurting his back. Not Amazing. all heroes wear capes, Dave. Absolute You're the man, champion. mate. Stay on the line. We want to make sure we get you a nice prize. Absolutely. What, what an champion. absolute legend. Coming up next, let's talk to this guy. Gladiators Australia, the show with more contestants whose names sounded like 90s cars than any other show. Who could forget? Condor, Vulcan, Tornado, Delta, Cheetah, Honda Civic, Ford Laser, and everyone's favourite Lycra-wearing stallion, Toyota Tarago. I may be getting confused here, but whatever. Gladiators is back on Aussie screens in 2024, and just like the steering systems of 90s cars, it'll be hard to turn away. What with all those gladiators knocking people over with giant padded earbuds. In fact, our next guest was nice enough to bring one of those into the studio to give me a nudge if I talk too long. Ow, yeah, okay. He retired from the NRL three years ago, but he's back as Gladiator Phoenix. Please welcome Roosters, Panthers, Raiders and Storm legend, it's Sandor Earl. G'day, brother. Welcome to the show. How are you? Very good, mate. What an introduction. Well, we wanted to make you feel special. Obviously, it's a very special show in our minds as well. Like, growing up in Australia was just mm. so wonderful. So it's great to be back, and you must be pumped to be a part of it. Oh, mate, I am pumped. Just like you, boys, it's very nostalgic. Uh, I was pretty young when I watched the first series back in the 90s, but I was a massive fan. So when the opportunity comes through to become a gladiator and a part of the new era, I was just pumped. So... Can't wait to see it come to life tonight at 7.30. We as viewers and fans, what can we expect, mate? Because I, I know back in, you know, 20, 30 years ago when it was on, I was one of those guys who was front and centre. I used to love it. I actually used to hang out with a guy named Vulcan. Oh, Man, the Vulcan back in Brisbane. <laughs> really? But, he was yeah, my favourite. He, mate, he's a legend, mate. Uh, so what can we expect? Mate, Phoenix, uh, As you know, I was reflecting on some of the old stuff uh, and there was actually a series where there was a competition between all the different codes. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, AFL, I do, yeah. Yep. Cricket, yeah, rugby and... Jason, Jason Smith Croker. was a big part of that. Yeah, Jason Croker, sorry, and he dominated. Yeah, he Kimber did. legend. But, um, look, rugby league players, I feel like they are very well fitted to become a gladiator. you got to have all the attributes. you got to have strategy, but you got to be fast, strong, um, fit. So, mate, coming into the arena, there was a lot of events that aligned with some of the skill sets. And Phoenix come to life, had a great time, enjoyed the events, enjoyed that adrenaline rush being back in the competition. And, uh yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to be stoked. There's some exciting events. Now, Phoenix, we know Bo Ryan's uh, leading the charge in terms of being the hosting <laughs> role. We've seen him in the in the lead-up in some of the Lycra as well. He, he cuts a, a pretty good figure still, Bo, but uh, do you reckon you could beat him in the ring? Oh, he knows I would beat him in the ring in any event. <laughs> no yeah. contest. But no, he's looking good. He's looking good. I, I appreciate Bo. He's a legend. It was great to have him on the show. And, uh, 
he did so well bringing the Gladiator back to life. Mate, what about Rugby League? We're obviously about 40-odd days away from the first round in Vegas. Um, are you excited about that? Are you excited about the game that you look back on now that you played for so long? I am. Well, the question is, are you boys excited? Surely surely Triple M's getting you over there. Well, no, we're doing no, everything in our no, power. No, Gus is going. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be going, yeah. but I, how have they not taken you two blokes? I don't know. It must be a budget. I, 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 don't, know. I don't know, but we've got a show to do here, mate. I'm not sure if you it's know that. It's content creation if you get us there. It's got to be you, in the contract moving forward, surely. You, you'd love that, wouldn't you, playing over there? And, and what about oh. the game itself and the Panthers' dominance? Mate, what a dream. I mean, I've just spent uh, some time somewhat recently over in Vegas and, you know, it's it's larger than life over there. But even the stadium the boys are getting to play at, us having that exposure to the American market, I mean, what's not to love? We're basically a replica of their favourite sport without the pads, without the helmets. So just for us to take Rugby League International, I think it's amazing. And, yeah, you touched on the Penrith dynasty. I think the last time I played... Uh, you know, Melbourne Storm got the best of Penrith and then the Penrith three-peat was starting to begin. Mm, so mm. it's really special what they've done. And, uh, you know, I was, I kind of was there at the infancy of um, Gus Gould coming in and um, taking on the football operations. And to see what he did and target the juniors and bring up those four or five players in the squad and then the way they recruited got Ivan back, it's pretty special, to be honest. Mm. No, you're absolutely right. And who's going to beat him for four? We certainly don't know. It's going to be a yeah. great show tonight, Phoenix. Thank you very much for joining us. The Gladiators tonight, 7.30 on 10 and 10 play. All the best to you, mate, and I hope you uh, enjoy all the good numbers that I'm sure are going to come your way. Thank you very much, lads. Looking forward to it. Cheers. Cheers good mate. on you there. Sand oil there. Phoenix tonight, Gladiators. Tomorrow I've got a couple of very special guests. Reedy, of course, talking rugby league, but... And we've got Travis Head, one of the greatest cricketers in oh, the world. Isn't he present. playing well at the moment? Of course, Adelaide Oval Wednesday will be there West for Indies. day one yeah. against the Actually, Windies. I wouldn't mind. I'm going to ask Travis, mate. He didn't want to turn up for the Pakistan series. <laughs> like, oh, mate, no, it was still it was weekend at Bernie's from the World Cup. No, no, and no, your no. mate Smithy at the top. Yeah, of the order. Oh yeah, don't mate. worry, Smithy will go. It'll be the best opener in world cricket in 12 months. <laughs> see you later, Dell. See, see you, you see tomorrow, tomorrow, everyone. Get home safe. We'll see you tomorrow at four. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from four on Triple M.